You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in on a Tuesday edition of the podcast. A lot to get to like usual. Hope you all are doing well. Going to talk about what Kalani Satake had to say during his media availability, his weekly press conference yesterday. BYU getting ready for the showdown with Boise State Friday night. I don't think he can be overstated how big of a game this is for the Cougars. We'll let Kalani explain what he thinks of it on today's show. We'll also talk about a new addition via the preferred walk-on route from a return missionary on the recruiting front for BYU and just catch up on everything else going on in BYU sports news like we usually do. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Built Go. We'll tell you a little bit more about what they're offering our listeners here in just a little bit. All right, with that rundown out of the way, let's break into it here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for November 3rd, 2020. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. First things first, I hope you guys have all voted, regardless of wherever you might be in this great country. Uh, Do your civic duty. Go vote. I don't care which side of the platform, which side of the aisle you sit on. Just vote. Plain and simple. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get political on this podcast. You guys don't come here for that, but I want to encourage you guys, if you haven't done so already, cast your ballot, have your voice heard, and let's continue to support our republic and the democracy, The dem- not the democracy, the democratic process that keeps it rolling here. All right, getting into uh, the news of the day, though, BYU, if you haven't heard already, is ranked number nine in the country, and they have a top 25 showdown this coming Friday night when they take on number 20. Boise State. This is a game I have been looking forward to all year. I think most people believe this is the toughest game on BYU's schedule. I think the San Diego State game in December would be very tough for BYU as well, uh, barring San Diego State being decimated by injuries. I just think they're a very talented squad. Rocky Long left the cupboards pretty well stocked for Brady Hoke when he stepped down as head coach of the Aztecs, but we're talking about Boise State here, and naturally there's a lot of hype going into this match. Matchup, a top 25 showdown, and both programs hoping to challenge for the New Year's Six. They have aspirations of doing that. But Kalani Satake was asked, how do you handle all of this hype going into a game like this? And he pretty much deflected it and said, you know what? We're focusing on the here and now. Here you go. All we care about is, is being at our best and seeing what happens afterwards. I mean, that's going to be the – that's been our focus this entire season. And uh, I know a lot of media members wanted to talk about this game last week or even two weeks ago. And so uh, we're just excited that the game's here. But our focus has been completely on the opponent that uh, of the week and learning and getting better from the mistakes uh, from last week's game. So that that's our, our main focus. Nothing's going to change. Um, we've been on the road before. We've, we've, uh, I've been really pleased with the way our players have kept their focus, and and nothing's going to change that you know, with this week. We're not worried about anything other than being at our best and scouting. Uh, you know, Boise State that uh, seems like they've reloaded really well, and then they they have a, a, a lot of depth on their team. Play tough brand of football, and they do a lot of different things on offense, defense, and special teams. So uh, it's going to take all of our, t- our attention. But just like it's been every week. Um, 
they're, they're a difficult uh, opponent and our, and uh, we respect them a lot and part of that respect is making sure that we're ready and, and give them our best shot because we know we're going to get theirs. So there you go, Kalani just kind of sticking with the message he has had all year long, especially since BYU has started this season 7-0. and He's always reiterated, you know what, this is a game-by-game, a week-by-week effort. We have to just go out and do our jobs and the rest of it will take care of itself. And I can respect his thought in that way because he wants to make sure his guys understand you know what you can't look ahead he talked about there we've had people wanting to talk about this game for two weeks well we in the media we take him two and three at a time two, two and three at a time sometimes and I know that BYU as a program, I think they learned their lesson from UTSA. I think they were looking ahead a little bit on that game and realized, you know what, we cannot look ahead. And hopefully that message stays with the Cougars going into this matchup. There's no reason to overlook Boise State, I can tell you this much. That is the best team that you're going to face all year long on paper, and you better not overlook them. Well, Kalani also talked a little bit about what Boise State has done and if there's anything you can learn from last year's matchup when BYU stunned the nationally ranked Broncos at the time of Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Here's what he had to say in that regard. There's some carryover, but I think there's different there's different bodies on the field, different names. Uh, and then there's, you know, I, the one thing I, 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 uh, I noticed and you're watching Boise and being around them for so many years, and, and this is Coach Harson to, to, you know, he, he's just so detailed in that they basically put guys in there and doesn't seem to have a lot of um, drop off. And so, um, you know, as you watch them, the replacements that they've had come in this year, uh, still not a lot of drop off from from from, uh, from last year. And uh, and then he does a great job at utilizing skill on, on all three phases, specifically on offense. I know they they spread their guys around and find different ways to get the get their playmakers the ball. And. And that's based around a, a, a solid foundation, which is the O line. We we feel like we, we try to do the same uh, same thing and similar things uh, to them, and so I think it'll be a great matchup. But a lot of respect for what he's been able to do as a head coach and what his uh, coaching staff's been able to do uh, reloading their players because it doesn't seem to miss a beat. I understand if Boise State drives you nuts. They kind of drove me nuts for many, many years, but I've come to respect with Brian Harson and the other coaches who built that program, Chris Peterson, Dan Hawkins, etc., they have done an incredible job at creating a program and a system that is replicable year to year, especially as you replace guys. That's harder to do at the G5 level than you might realize. And Boise State has found a formula that works for them. And credit to them, I understand that it's easier to get into school at a place like Boise State than what it might be at BYU, etc. But you know what? It's a matter of recruiting the right people, understanding how they will fit your system, and getting them in place and giving them an opportunity to succeed. You heard Kalani talk about the fact of what Brian Harson has done, and I think there's a healthy respect between these two programs. We're expecting to talk to Brian Harson today at some point on a media phone call, get some of his thoughts on facing BYU. He doesn't talk to out-of-town media all that much, but we'll bring you whatever he has to say uh, later on. I saw on tomorrow's podcast officially but interested to hear what he has to say in regards to this matchup now as you guys well know there was a time where BYU had a 
pretty light schedule, all things considered. And then the Mountain West Conference announced that they were coming back along with the other conferences who decided to postpone their seasons. And in that, well, there happened to be an opening because of Air Force and BYU slotted in nicely to play against Boise State this coming weekend. It's just how the schedule laid out. Well, Kalani took a moment yesterday to thank Boise State and the Mountain West Conference for just simply allowing this game to ultimately come to fruition and happen. Yeah, it's really nice, but uh, you know what? What um, just have from our team, and our coaches, and our fan bases want to express appreciation and gratitude to to Boise State and to the Mountain West Conference for allowing us this this game to happen. You know, and and, and um, there there are times that when we're trying to build this this uh, schedule, I know that when Tom was working through it, that that uh, we didn't know who was going to be out there, and so it was nice to have Boise step up and 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 get to make this game happen and to do it with their conference blessing. So more than anything, just a lot of gratitude and, and, and um, appreciation that we have this opportunity to play this game and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with it and see what happens but regardless just, there's a lot of respect between the, the two programs and the fan bases and uh, just looking forward to the game it's going to be a lot of fun and, and um, I've been really pleased with, with with our team but I've been really impressed with what I've seen from Boise so looking forward to the preparation today and, and, and uh, making sure that we can you know be at our best because I know they will be at theirs. So there you go Kalani Sitake and I think he's got a good point there that it's nice that the Mountain West I think some of the hard feelings that were there a decade ago when BYU bolted from the Mountain West to go independent in football have subsided to a degree. There are programs in the Mountain West to this day that will not schedule BYU because there's still some hard feelings on certain campuses. But it appears that in the Mountain West Conference offices and programs like Boise State and San Diego State, they understand the value of facing off against the Cougars. So it's good to see them still scheduling BYU and glad to have at least two Mountain West games games, both Boise State and San Diego State on the schedule for BYU. And I do think this is a rivalry between these two. And we'll talk more about that as the week progresses here and getting you ready for that game. But we'll catch up on a couple of the notes from Kalani Sitake I didn't get to here in this first part of the podcast. His evaluation of what he sees from Boise State on film, we'll get to that in just a moment. Real quick, though, I want to remind you guys, if you'd like to advertise to an audience that reaches thousands of BYU fans, both here along the Wasatch Front and the greater state of Utah, as well as nationwide and in some cases internationally. Love to have you guys advertise with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. We have a great audience. It's never been stronger. I mean it when I mean there are thousands. I mean thousands of BYU fans listening to this each and every day. So if you'd like to reach those BYU fans and get your product, your service, whatever it might be in front of them, feel free to reach out to us. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. Love to talk with you guys, get you working with our sales team, and get you on the road to advertising advertising success with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Let's get to a couple of the thoughts from Kalani Sitake's weekly press conference yesterday. First things first, I had a chance to ask him, well, what do you make of facing off against two different quarterbacks, potentially? Hank Bachmeyer played in the season opener for Boise against Utah State and then didn't make the trip to the Air Force Academy this past weekend. A lot of speculation out there that he was the one player that Boise State acknowledged might have come down with COVID-19 or tested positive for COVID-19. No uh, definitive declaration on that. That, but whoever it might be, Kalani appears to not be worried about facing either of them because he really feels like the quarterback position at Boise State goes four deep. They have four guys that can play quarterback, you know, and so I, I like that they have uh, guys that can play. They, um, you know, we see Cord and, and Finnegan out there as well. So um, 
I think uh, I, I kind of mentioned it earlier about Coach Harson and, and their offensive staff, and uh, I think they do a great job getting their guys ready. So um, we have to be ready for whoever shows up in that quarterback position. But um, whoever it is is going to be given the charge to, to try to run an efficient offense, and we're going to have to find ways to disrupt. It doesn't really matter who, who the quarterback's going to be. But I've been impressed with with um, you know with both Bachmeyer and Sears. I think they do a great job. Obviously, the what they've been able to do and, and score a lot of points and and um, their their skill set is, is is impressive. So we'll have to be ready for all, all, you know both of them or or three or four of them if we have to. I'm going to venture a guess that it's probably Jack Sears that we see on Friday night against BYU, the USC transfer. But there are so many unknowns out there, especially in the year 2020, that I'm not even going to try and say for sure that's what's going to happen. But this is a pretty efficient offense. They went to the Air Force Academy, speaking of the Boise State Broncos, and scored 49 points. I think they only had, what, 50 plays on offense? A point of play, roughly, or maybe even 49 plays. I don't know what it was, but a very efficient offense in terms of scoring points with a limited amount of reps. But I think Kalani also understands that this offense, it's pretty high-powered. Here's what we had to say in regards to just the overall look at what he expects to see from Boise State. Put up a lot of points, and uh, the, the versatility of their offense is impressive. The fact that they can have... Uh, you know, different quarterbacks. It, it's it's consistent. That's what they've always been able to do. That that uh, doesn't doesn't matter the name of the quarterback. They they get in there. They're efficient and spaced around the physical line, a run game that's really solid and they can hurt you. And then uh, they have a lot of talent in the receiver receiving core and tight ends. And so, uh, really really complete team on offense on defense they bring a lot of pressure they do a lot of different looks and their physical up front as well front seven and so a lot of success there I just don't um, the only thing that I can say is different is I haven't seen their field goal kicker kick a field goal yet because it's all been PATs and so that's that's a uh, that's really impressive you know and, and um, you know ho- hopefully uh, hopefully we don't have to see them out there on the field but but you know, this is a, this is a tough tough matchup for us, and we're looking forward to to the test. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun for us. Yeah, I'd venture to say you're pretty efficient on offense when your kicker has only kicked PATs through two games in a season. But BYU in their own right on offense has been downright awesome. A lot of national media out there. I keep hearing on different podcasts I listen to, and also different radio shows nationally, just talk about how the fact that BYU's offense is so lethal. That's the fun part about this. And I think that BYU, the mentality they've had this year on offense, where they've gone for it a lot on fourth down, they just go for it. They're not afraid to push the ball down the field. Zach Wilson showing off that big arm and his touch on deep throws. What BYU's doing on offense is a ton of fun. And an interesting note from our good friend Jeff Hansen over at Cougar Sports Insider is that Gunnar Romney and Dax Milne, they're off to a pretty historic start in terms of passing and receiving the ball. Not passing. They're not throwing the ball, but they're receiving the ball. He said in his research for an article he's doing at Cougar Sports Insider, I'm not sure if it's up yet, but he did a great piece, and he saw this on Twitter, that both Dax Mill and Gunnar Romney, they're averaging more yards per reception right now than both Cody Hoffman and Austin Colley did at any point during the greatest seasons they had as BYU Cougars. Well, Austin Colley and Cody Hoffman statistically are the two greatest receivers in BYU football history. Pretty stellar company to be in if you're Dax Milne and Gunnar Romney. Dax is BYU's leading receiver, just over 700 yards receiving, but he's played essentially two more games than Gunnar Romney has at this point. 
both of them off to a pretty impressive start. I mean, we call it really a start. We're seven games into the season, but pretty impressive to see what they're doing. I think Dax has a shot to be the first thousand yard receiver for BYU since Cody Hoffman in 2012. It'd be good to see them finally get to that threshold. And as a former walk on, just personally, it would be phenomenal to see a kid like Dax Milne get over that thousand yard threshold and show what he can do. Uh, getting back to the point at hand, though, BYU preparing for Boise State here. Well, with that offense that Boise State features, they're going to need every defensive star that BYU can muster to slow it down. A guy that got hurt in the game against Western Kentucky, there was some major concern, was uh, Zane Anderson. Zane, obviously, one of BYU's stars in the defensive backfield, plays that free safety role and really is just a guy who cleans up a lot of the other misses that other guys on the defense might have. If a cornerback has an issue, he's there to clean it up. If he's teaming with Troy Warner, they work together in concert to make sure that the back end of the defense is as strong as they possibly can be. But he suffered what appeared to be an ankle injury on a kickoff in the first half of the Western Kentucky game. Kalani was asked about Zane's status, and here's what he had to say in that regard. Yeah, Zane is a, a game time decision. Um, we're, we're hoping, so he's not out for this week, so we're hoping to see a lot of improvement in the next couple of days. Um, he's played a lot of football for us, and so it's just a matter of does he have enough uh practice time this week uh, for what we're going to see, uh, you know, and then can he perform, but uh, we're going to trust him and, and athletic training room to, to get him ready. And, and then that decision will be made on the field at, at, up in Boise. Zane Anderson will be a game time decision. And here's hoping he's able to play. I know Ben Criddle reported this, but I can also report it that it's an ankle sprain for Zane Anderson and ankles are so finicky. It depends on how uh, stable they feel like the joint is and if he's able to hold up and especially in a role that Zane Anderson is playing where he plays sideline to sideline on the back end of that defense. Well, he's got to be able to move laterally as quickly as he normally is. He's one of the fastest guys on BYU's team, despite what some people might think and his ability to make plays from sideline to sideline is something BYU absolutely could use against guys like Khalil Shakur and the other star receivers, Octavius Evans, etc., that Boise State's going to put on the field on offense. So here's hoping he's able to play, but if Zane is unavailable, it wouldn't surprise me to see a guy like Kavika Fanua move over from his Cinco position he's been playing, kind of a hybrid nickel role where he would actually step into that role that uh, Troy Warner's playing as a strong safety and make Troy the free safety if, if Zane is ultimately unable to play. I know that they've had multiple guys training in different spots all year long for that and the nice part is a guy like George Udo fills in nicely if Kavika doesn't have to move over. Kavika did not play in last week's game but all indications are that he will be available for this game and I think his veteran presence, he may not have the foot speed that some of the guys in BYU's defensive backfield have but his ability to place himself well on the field, get into spots where he knows he needs to be when he needs to be there is going to be a benefit for the Cougars if Zane Anderson is unavailable. I'm worried that Zane is going to miss this game because it'd be a big loss for BYU to not have him out there. But like I said, thinking good thoughts, sending positive vibes, healing vibes to Zane Anderson. And here's hoping that his ankle heals up and he's able to go in BYU's biggest game of the year. I know that he would be very disappointed to miss this contest. So there you go. Some of the highlights from Kalani Sitake's press conference. Always good to hear from him. And I think there's a healthy respect for him on the part of Boise State and what he expects in this showdown Friday night. And it's a massive, 
massive game, folks. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, and we'll talk more about it later on in the week, but it can't be overstated how big of an opportunity this is for the BYU football program. All right, we will wrap up today's show with some thoughts on a new preferred walk-on commit that was announced on social media last night here in just a little bit. But before we do that, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Built Go. They're part of the Built branded companies, and we love this company. And Built Go is the healthy replacement for your energy drink, but the energy is not fake. It's lasting and natural. Many of you know that I do morning sports radio with the Zone Sports Network, working with DJ and PK in the morning. And I have to tell you what, there's a lot of days when I get home in the early afternoons that I hit a wall physically and also mentally. I kind of get in that fog where it's like, oh man, I need to take a nap. Well, I'll tell you what, Built Go has been a big part of helping me break through that wall, and they want to help you guys break through whatever your wall might be. Love this product. It's got three unique flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, and chocolate mint. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine, but also better results. And what I mean by that is as all the B vitamins, they give you that long lasting energy guys to help you power through those walls. It does have a kick of caffeine to kind of get you started, but those B vitamins kick in shortly thereafter and you're off and rolling. That's what I love about built go. It's unlike anything else out there and it's easy to eat. It's a 1.5 ounce package. You can put it in your briefcase and take it with you, put it in your golf bag, no matter what it is you're trying to do. It's really easy to transport and really easy to eat. doesn't feel like you've just eaten an anvil and it's sitting in your stomach. It's collagen protein. It's also got uh, good stuff with B3 honey, a kick of caffeine, and also the other B12, B6 essentially everything you need to power through your day guys check it out that's builtgo.com you can learn more about this product builtgo.com when you use the promo code locked at builtgo.com that's l-o-c-k-e-d you'll get 20 percent off your next order once again use that promo code locked for 20 percent off at builtgo.com let's go let's break through those walls with built go as we wrap things up here on a Tuesday edition of the show, I wanted to talk about a new commit for BYU, and that is a preferred walk-on, it appears, by the name of Trey Bishop, a former player at Fort Hill High School in Cumberland, Maryland. He'll be coming across the country to play for BYU, and many of you probably wondering, okay, what is a guy from Maryland doing coming to BYU? Well, he is a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, currently serving a mission for the church. It looks like he was sent to South America, but is now serving here in the United States due to the COVID-19 pandemic. On his social media feed last night, it posted a picture. It said, committed. Uh, tagged Eric Mateos, BYU's offensive line coach, and said, see you in the summer of 2021. So Trey Bishop, uh, for those of you maybe wondering, a six foot six offensive line prospect. Uh, his huddle profile lists him at 6'6", 281 pounds. I watched some of his highlights last night, and I'll tell you what. He's got the frame to be an offensive lineman, that's for sure. It's 6'6", plenty of weight they can add to that despite just being 280 pa- t- 281 pounds. I would guess serving a mission, you're probably going to drop a little more weight, so he'll probably be a pretty lean, mean fighting machine when he shows up at BYU as an offensive lineman. Obviously, tagging Coach Mateos, it makes you expect that he'll come in and play for the Cougars on the offensive line. And I don't think BYU can go wrong picking up as many preferred walk-ons as want to be in the BYU football program. It's never a bad thing to have these guys who understand what BYU is and they want to be a part of the program. And the walk-on program for BYU has been very good to them. Think of guys right now like Mason Wake, Gabe Summers, Dax Milne, who's now on scholarship, started his career as a walk-on. These walk-ons, they have 
really made a big impact on BYU's football program. And you hope a guy like Trey Bishop can come in, prove his worth, and earn a scholarship. That's the name of the game when it comes to these uh, young men who come in as preferred walk-ons or walk-ons in general. The goal is for them to supplant somebody else who is more highly thought of than themselves and earn the scholarship and live out their dream. So congratulations to Trey Bishop. He probably won't hear this. Maybe his family will, but congratulations to him on adding the commitment from BYU. And by the way, if you scroll back through his social media feeds, it appears this is a flip from Utah. Uh, Bishop had originally committed to be a preferred walk-on with the Utah football program. And you know how good Utah's offensive and defensive line play has been. So it appears that this young man had a change of heart, wants to be a BYU Cougar. And a guy that was getting opportunities to play at the Power 5 level as a preferred walk-on, well, I think BYU do well to pick up a young man of this caliber, and it appears they have done just that with Trey Bishop's commitment. So congratulations once again to Trey Bishop on deciding that BYU is the spot for him and looking forward to seeing him develop over the next few years once he returns from a mission and get, gets into the BYU football program. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the show. A big thank you once again for you guys' continued support of the podcast. It is a blast to be with you guys each and every day. We'll continue to get you ready for this showdown against Boise State as the week progresses. Can't be overstated how big of a game this is and a big part of what BYU is trying to do in terms of rebuilding this program's identity under Kalani Sitake. Well, I think it might come to a head Friday night on the blue turf at Boise State. But we'll discuss more of that on tomorrow's and Thursday's and Friday's edition of the podcast as we get closer and closer to that matchup. But once again, a big thank you for joining us here. Make sure to follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Search out Locked On Cougars. Really easy to find. My personal uh, Twitter handle, if you'd like to follow me there, is at Jacob C. Hatch. Feel free to follow along. I weigh in a lot more than just BYU sports, but it's kind of my main focus is BYU. And also feel free to email the show anytime. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com Send in your questions now, by the way, for Friday's a visit with All Guard Pest Control. Looking for more questions and you guys will be entered to win a free treatment from All Guard Pest Control. I've had some great thoughts and great questions sent in already, but if you guys would like to be entered in to win a free treatment for your pest control needs, well, send in your questions now via social media or via email. Alright, that's going to do it. A big thank you once again for joining us. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast for November 3rd, 2020, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow.